This is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer of Kramer Investment Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Jim Kramer provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. So listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Kramer Financial Talk with Jim Kramer. Welcome back to another episode of Kramer Financial Talk. My name is Jim Kramer. If you'd like to hear more information about our show today, for callers in Wisconsin or listeners in Wisconsin, our Lake Geneva phone number is 262-729-4128. For listeners in the state of Illinois, our office number is 815-331-8096. Feel free to reach out to us on our website, which is www.kramerinvestmentservices.com and Kramer spelled K-R-A-M-E-R. While on our website, feel free to listen to the last couple of our podcast shows by clicking on both the media library and radio tabs. And if you're a subscriber to Apple, Google, or Google Podcasts or Spotify, you can listen to all of our past shows. Feel free to reach out to us if you have any questions, if you'd like to schedule either a one-on-one or a computer Zoom meeting, feel free to do so. We are here to help. So a lot of big changes. Now, this is our first show of the year. Uh, we're in February, and there was some sickness that happened amongst myself and my, my co-host that will be I'll be introducing to you shortly here. So this will be our first one of the year in, this, in the month of, of February, and we're going to be talking about the SECURE Act 2.0, a lot of changes for retirees and investors that we're going to go over today. Uh, before we get into this topic, I do want to introduce you to my co-host, Tony. Tony Shore. How are you, Tony? I am doing great, Jim. Thanks for having me on the show. And yep, I, I will admit I've been uh, under the weather. I was out last week with the flu, and uh, that was a bad one. Plus, you know, trying to take care of my mom and dad who aren't doing so well. I think that's probably how I got it. So uh, other than that, I'm feeling better. Uh, my voice isn't quite a hundred percent. You might be able to tell that, but uh, I'm excited about our show today, and it's exciting to do our first show of the year. And I can't believe we're already into February. It's crazy how fast this year has gone by. Yes, it has. And you know, to go through a winter without getting sick is almost impossible these days. Oh, it's it's, uh, just, it's something we have to account for now more so I than know. ever before. Yeah, there's a lot of bugs out there going there around, is. and and uh, and uh, yeah, I had influenza, so, uh, but I did fine. I, I'm not going to complain. A lot of people have it uh, a lot worse off than me, so I appreciate what I have. That's for sure, and uh, it's good to be better. Though uh, my family never got it, my immediate family, my wife and kids. So that's that's a blessing. Right well, I'm there. I'm glad you're all right, buddy. Yeah, thanks. Glad to have you back, and so yeah. we're gonna have a good. Uh, Podcast yeah. show today, Secure Act 2.0. Yeah, we already have a new Secure Act. It didn't seem like that long ago we were talking about the first one, but this uh, new Secure Act, it's brought about a lot of changes. Yeah, right? so I'm going to do my best to, to summarize the most important parts of the Secure Act. There is a ton of changes within it, but I'm going to try to you know, just focus on the what's, what's the most important here. 
or individuals. And the first one, Tony, I want to talk about is required minimum distributions. Now, over the last couple of years, there's been a number, you know, there's been a couple of changes. In 2020, they changed the starting point for required minimum distributions. Now, that is for people with IRAs. And if you have a 401k, you're no longer working. By 70 and a half, the year you turn it, you have to pull out a certain percentage of your account each year. And then by the year 2020, they changed it with the first SECURE Act so that in investors at age 72 had to start doing the required minimum distribution, which was very confusing for individuals, but it was actually a good thing. And actually the withdrawal percentage that people had to take out going forward had actually dropped from previous. And then this year, now they've changed it to age 73. And so for individuals that are turning age 72 this year, you, you don't have to do it this year. You can wait one more year. It should be pulled out by the end of the calendar year, although the IRS allows you to wait all the way to the next uh, tax filing date, which for this year for investors is April 18th. And a number of other changes that go along within that. Um, so it's, it's important for investors to know that, but also for the investment advisor that's working with the individual, they have to be up on this, making sure that the minimum amount is pulled out each year. That's an important part of what our office does, and I'm sure a lot of other investment firms do as well. Um, now, they're also going to be changing the penalties for people that forget uh, to take that withdrawal out. Uh, instead of having a big penalty, uh, it used to be that if you skipped a year and forgot to take out the required minimum, that there was a penalty of 50%. So you had to uh, pay the additional tax on it at some point in time once the IRS catches you. It's a reduced penalty now going from 50% of a penalty down to 10% of a penalty. Oh, if you wow. Get a, that, if you that's get a, a huge difference. It is. And now it was going actually down to 25%. But if you, let's say you just forgot and you didn't do it, if you do it quickly enough, it's only going to be a 10% penalty. So it gets a little more confusing here. When will it be 25%? Well, that's if you completely forget. Um, if you catch it in time uh, and be able to take it, let's say, early on in the next following year, it's only a 10% penalty, but there will be a penalty yeah. for missing out. So it's a more of a, a cost to you by not taking that money out than it is for you to keep it in that account. Yeah. Well, and I'm glad you brought that up. I mean, that 50, that 55 percent uh, penalty was the largest in the IRS tax code, I know. And we've talked about that before if you missed your distribution. So I'm glad they brought that down. 25 percent still a lot, but it sounds like in most cases it'll be 10. But you don't want to miss those distributions. You don't want to have to pay 10 percent on top of the tax on what you're pulling out. I'm glad they raised the age to 73. gives you a little more time. So that's a good thing, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And just kind of going through the SECURE Act, there's just so many changes that they made. It's unbelievable. Yeah. You know, people now, though, they can contribute up to a maximum, if you're uh, 50 years or older, up to $30,000 a year now in your 401k, which is amazing how much additional amount now people can put in. It used to be like around 24000 Now, within a few years, it's gone up to 30000 a year, and the amount the employer can put up into the plan has significantly increased. So there's a lot that goes along with that. Um, but one other thing, though, 
this the additional 7500 that you can put in once you're 50 years or older you know that can get you up to 30,000 a year so really if you're under 50 years of age the amount of money you can put into your 401k would be um $22,500 but now going forward if you want to do the catch up now this will actually be in the year 2025 there's some new changes that are be coming down the pike that any um, catch-up contributions that you make will need to be made towards a Roth IRA account or a Roth 401k account, and it cannot go towards your traditional IRA to get that extra tax relief. The traditional IRA, folks, allows you to get that tax deduction in the year in which you contribute it. If you put the money into the Roth IRA, you don't get that um, tax deduction. However, Big advantage is that money will grow tax-free in the future. So I really don't look at that as really too much of a bad thing. If you're No, that's a good thing, right? I mean, even though you have to pay taxes on the money now, it'll grow tax-free. So when you pull it out, you don't have to pay any taxes on the growth or the principal. Now, right? I do want to make one correction to that. If you make less than $145,000 in the prior calendar year, you can make all that $30,000 into your traditional 401k. It's only for those individuals that make over 145,000. Oh, sure. And then those individuals, the excess, the extra $7,500 catch up has got to go towards the Roth uh, 401k if, if offered. And that is not to me a bad, I, bad no. thing at all. Cause I think more and more people should be doing that. That's a good thing, right? Yeah. yeah. And on top of that now, um, this is for employers. They can be able to match employee contributions towards a Roth 401k, something that they could not do before. Um, it's a little bit confusing in how it works on the tax side. So normally, money that goes into a Roth IRA, you don't get a tax deduction on. Um, you, you get it. You have to pay the tax on that money, and then it grows tax free. When the employer puts money into the uh, Roth 401k, they're actually not putting it into the Roth 401k. They're putting it into a separate account that'll be considered a traditional 401k. That money will not be taxable income in the year in which the employee receives it. It's going to grow tax deferred, not tax free, just like a regular 401k. So the employer contributions will still be taxable upon withdrawal. It's just going to be your contributions that are put into the Roth 401k. That's going to grow tax-free, but you don't get the tax break. It's going to be, there's going to be a lot of questions on this once employers start to offer it. Will the employee be taxable with the money that they receive at that same year? The answer will be no, because the employer is not technically putting it into the Roth 401k. They're simply matching the, the Roth 401k and putting it into a separate traditional 401k. Even if you have another traditional 401k and a Roth 401k, there's going to be a third account that's going to be established by the employer. But it's overall, it's a good thing. These are good positives. These changes sound good overall in the SECURE Act. Yeah, there's there's so many other things we could get into. This is like, this could go on for hours. So, you know, some of the other things is now the employer can set money aside for an employee through an emergency savings fund. Oh, wow. So now, in addition to putting money towards a 401k, the employer could also put money towards 
an emergency savings fund. You know, this is a big problem for a lot of uh, workers is that they put a lot of money into their 401ks, which is good. They need to do that for retirement, but they uh, sometimes do that to the detriment of short-term expenses that may come up. So allowing for some contributions, and it's not huge, it's contributions are limited from the employer to up to 2,500 annually can be done. Uh, rules can be set up by the employer. The employer can do some matching for people that are putting money into those savings accounts. It's um, it's another good thing. Um, not a huge amount for the employee, but a good way to help set aside some additional dollars for short-term expenses. Sure. Yeah, it's something that's more available uh, in the short term. So it's a little more liquid that way. But I do like the fact that the Secure Act 2.0 is allowing employers out there to now offer contributions or a match to Roth 401ks as well as traditional, right? Yeah, that's a long time overdue. I was always wondering why that wasn't allowed and now they're just simply allowing it. And it's interesting how they determined how it would be done. You know, it would be be great if the employer contribution can go straight in to the 401k account. And even if the employee has to pay taxes on the employer contribution, to me, that's a great thing. Uh, the the IRS is not setting it up that way. It's going to be done with that additional side account that will be treated like a traditional 401k, but better than nothing uh, yeah. for the person. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, and, and just the RMD changes and, uh, you know, a lot of changes to employer plans, what they can and can't do, and uh, a lot of extra things that will be starting uh, in the next year or two or three between now and 2025, a lot of these things are enacted. They're not all immediate. I know the change in the RMD age is immediate though, is it? Yeah, the RMD change is, and then there's also going to be another change along with that for required minimum distributions down the road where they'll change it from age 73 to 75. So it's been phased in. There's going to be a lot of changes, which means that the investment advisor especially has got to be on top of it. But if, especially if you're one of those do-it-yourselfers, you want to be careful. Uh, make sure you're looking up all the different rules changes from year to year. Never assume that last year's rules are going to apply because uh, that might harm you a little bit. You might have to, you might have pulled more money out than you needed to in that particular year. And whenever in doubt, always the, the financial advisor should be on the cusp of what's happening there. If not, then your accountant, one of the two would be a good place for which you could go to. Um, In addition now, employers in the year 2024, they're going to be able to to set up employee matching for student loan payments, which I think is a really good thing. Yeah. Um, So there's a a lot of different. That's huge. There's a lot of things that employers can do now to help retain good employees. Lots of employees, especially younger ones, drowning in student debt, and they really need that help. You know, they're paying huge interest on those student loans. And yes, the, the, the retirement plan is really important, but a good employer, if they can not only set money aside for that emergency savings and especially student loans, which are killing a lot of young workers and the workers out there, that could be a good incentive for somebody to want to go work for that employer because they're helping them get rid of that debt. Yeah. Yeah. That's huge. And obviously, uh, that's a big concern for a lot of people out there. And I know that this Secure Act, uh, the Secure 2.0 Act is going to 
it's going to affect a lot of people out there. The majority of our listeners will be affected in one way or another. And so it's good to know these things, but I think it also illustrates the importance to understand that you need to be working with a financial services professional, somebody like yourself, correct? Yes, that's right. And just want to mention to individuals out there, if you'd like to give me a call, if you have more questions about the SECURE Act, because we've really only touched the surface of what these new changes have been, you can always call our offices. Um, if you're in Wisconsin, my Lake Geneva number is 262 269-4128. If you're in Illinois, the number is 815-331-8096. That's my McHenry office number. And, you know, we are here to help. If you want to schedule a Zoom meeting, come on in here to do a one-on-one. I do financial plans for individuals, and I want to make sure that you're in a good position and knowing these changes is how it could affect you. All right. Well, it's been a great show today. And if our listeners want to set up that complimentary consultation or have questions, what's that phone number again that they can call? Yes, Wisconsin callers, 262-729-4128. Illinois listeners, 815-331-8096. And feel free to listen to the last couple of our podcast shows right on my website, KramerInvestmentServices.com. You click on the media library radio tab. You can listen to the past five shows. And if you're a podcaster, go on to Spotify, Google, or Apple Podcasts. You can listen to all of our past shows. All right. That sounds great. Well, uh, thank you so much, Jim. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Kramer Financial Talk with our host, Jim Kramer. Thank you for listening to Kramer Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jim Kramer at Kramer Investment Services. Call 262-729-4128 or visit them online at KramerFinancialTalk.com. Fee-based planning and investment advisory services are offered by Kramer Investment Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor in the state of Wisconsin and Illinois. Insurance products and services are offered through Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. Kramer Investment Services, LLC, and Kramer Investment and Insurance Services, Inc. are affiliated companies. Jim Kramer and Kramer Investment Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.